Welcome back, everyone, to the 1001 History Challenge. Are you up for the challenge? In today's story, titled Animal Crackers in My Soup, we'll share the incredible biography of a child actress who was loved by millions and who left an indelible mark on the world of entertainment as well as the world in general. If you're over 50, you already know the answer. If you're not, you're going to meet a really talented young lady who is a complete natural in front of the camera and who could sing, dance, and entertain as well as anyone who ever graced the stage. And when she outgrew that, she became the U.S. ambassador to Ghana and later Czechoslovakia and achieved a world of good in that arena as well. And one clue that reaches across the age divide, she was also the only actor, actress, that had a drink named after her. We'll return right after this message from our sponsor. And now, back to our show. She was born April 23, 1928, and began her film career at the age of three in 1932. Two years later, she achieved international fame in Bright Eyes, a feature film designed specifically for her talents, and the one in which she would sing the song she's best remembered for on the good ship Lollipop. By 1934, she was making $1,000 a week at age six, a fortune in those days, and she was a major celebrity. She received a special Juvenile Academy Award in February 1935 for her outstanding contribution as a juvenile performer in motion pictures during 1934. Film hits such as Curly Top and Heidi followed year after year during the mid to late 1930s. The phrase Animal Crackers in My Soup is actually the title of a song that she sang at the age of seven in the movie Curly Top. She became close friends with President Roosevelt and especially First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt and was often seen at informal gatherings with them. One memorable moment came during a picnic and fundraiser in upstate New York when the precocious seven-year-old actress practicing with a slingshot and some acorns scored a direct hit on the First Lady's rear end as she was bending over the buffet table. What was most amazing about her was the fact that she wasn't spoiled. The actors and actresses who worked with her all respected her ability to stay on cue, and her ability to dance was phenomenal. Bill Bojangles Robinson, definitely one of the best tap dancers in the business, worked with Temple to perfect a tap dance up and down a set of stairs in the movie The Little Colonel in 1935, a dance in which her role was to mimic his routine with extremely difficult steps by anyone's standards. And she learned it and performed it perfectly with a minimum of takes. She and Mr. Robinson became the best of friends offstage and he was often seen pushing her around the studio lots in her go-kart. We'll return right after this message from our sponsor. 
And now, back to our show. When she left acting, she was the recipient of numerous awards and honors, including the Kennedy Center Honors and a Screen Actors Guild Life Achievement Award. She's 18th on the American Film Institute's list of the greatest female American screen legends of classic Hollywood cinema. She got her start in foreign service after her failed run for Congress in 1967 when Henry Kissinger overheard her talking about Southwest Africa at a party. He was surprised that she knew anything about it. She was appointed as a delegate to the 24th United Nations General Assembly in 1969 by President Richard M. Nixon, and she became United States Ambassador to Ghana from 1974 through 1976, appointed then by President Gerald R. Ford. She also became the first female chief of protocol in the United States and in charge of arrangements for President Jimmy Carter's inauguration and inaugural ball. She served as the United States Ambassador to Czechoslovakia from 1989 through 1992 and was the first and only female in this job. It was there that she bore witness to two crucial moments in the history of Czechoslovakia's fight against communism. She was in Prague in August of 1968 as a representative of the International Federation of Multiple Sclerosis Societies and going to meet with Czechoslovakian party leader Alexander Dubček on the very day that Soviet-backed forces invaded that country. Dubček fell out of favor with the Soviets after a series of reforms known as the Prague Spring. She was stranded at a hotel as the tanks rolled in and she sought refuge on the roof of that hotel. She later reported that it was from here that she saw an unarmed woman on the street gunned down by Soviet forces, the sight of which stayed with her for the rest of her life. Later, after she became ambassador to Czechoslovakia, she was present in the Velvet Revolution, which brought about the end of communism in Czechoslovakia. In February of 1980, she was honored by the Freedom Foundation of Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, along with U.S. Senator Jake Garn, actor Jimmy Stewart, singer John Denver, and Tom Abraham, an American businessman who worked with immigrants seeking to become U.S. citizens. Her name, Shirley Temple, is further immortalized by the cocktail named after her, although she found the drink far too sweet for her palate. Shirley Temple Black died at age 85 on February 10, 2014, at her home in Woodside, California. She'll be remembered by millions for her contributions to stage and screen, as well as her public service. She left us a number of quotes. My favorite one was, I stopped believing in Santa Claus when I was six. Mother took me to see him in a department store, and he asked for my autograph. Thanks for joining us at 1001 History Challenge. Are you up for the challenge? We launch new episodes every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Please join us and leave a review. 1001 History Challenge is a proud part of the 1001 Stories Network, the number one network worldwide for the best stories on earth.